Welcome back to Koinia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ Radio. I am Med Skeens filling in for Tom Brown. And today we are talking about keeping Christ in Christmas, and that is loving God and loving people. And my guests are Jim Hellman from Downtown Phoenix Church, Ken Dickinson from Redemption Alhambra, along with Dave White from Redemption Alhambra. And guys, I got to tell you, I have been blessed the last couple of segments hearing your personal stories. And Ken, uh, we prayed for your sister. Uh, you know, even if she hears this radio station, she's going to know people love her. Yes. And you are just oozing with love. And yeah. like I said last segment, in case you didn't hear it, Ken is a single man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my kids are older than you. So I got to tell you right now, if I post this picture, Ken, you might not be single much longer. This guy, he loves the Lord and is just loving life right now. What a great guy. You've been on a couple of missions. Yes. Okay. You've been to Morocco and... And Honduras. Honduras. Now, you told me a story about Morocco, and I was interested in uh, what stirred your heart to go to Morocco? Well, to tell you the truth, Med, when I first heard about it, I kind of didn't want to go. But I heard um, more and more about it, and God stirred my heart. And, he, and in it, he gave me the opportunity to, to find out about the other, people who are not like me. So Morocco is a prominently Muslim nation. In fact, their king claims descendants from Muhammad himself. Mm -hmm. So most people here may have a certain uh, prejudice or uh, perception. perception, if you will, of people who uh, are, are followers of Islam. And But these people have jobs, they have kids, they laugh, they cry just like you and me. And, as and respond I, to the gospel. And too. they respond to the gospel, yes. So I had the opportunity to learn about them, pray for them, get more connected to who they are. I had a face to this, this other, and I couldn't let go of me. So I went over there as a, an opportunity to create peace with them, to learn more about them. So that way I could come back here and engage with them here, and also to learn, to learn about their culture, to learn about them. So that way I could truly love my neighbor. You know what, Ken, see that story you told me this morning about going to Morocco and the mission trip and, and your purpose and what God did to open your eyes. I, I got to tell you, that's that was convicting. I mean, because we, we do have certain prejudices and perceptions that sometimes they're not true. And you went over there and found something out and brought it back. You were on a mission of peace. Uh, peace with people it, to you loved God and you love people no matter who they are you love them marginalized or not mm -hmm. that's what I love about you and Dave I know that in your life because you have loved the marginalized too and you still you love people um, that most people don't want to love or don't know how to love and it remind me a song from Amy Grant uh it's mm -hmm. called the big fat baby. What was it called, Jim? You remember that one? I don't remember. You don't remember that one? It's it's how she was in school, and there's this guy that nobody liked. He smelled, and nobody liked him. But God told her to love this guy, and he did, or she did, and it changed that guy's life. Amen. So, Dave, you remind me of that. And so, when I see you two sitting there, and you're both involved and engaged in an inner city church, like. Uh, Redemption Alhambra with a fired up pastor like Aaron. <laughs> I mean, I could see what's going on in your lives, and I'm grateful for that. And then I see a guy like Jim, uh, who also is uh, probably one of the most intelligent guys I've ever met in my entire life. He is. He loves the loves the Lord. He he loves 
people and he's engaged downtown where the marginalized are. And you're talking about uh, religions. He's a part of a, a group called CORE. And in, in that group, they talk about things going on in the city, specifically ASU, mm-hmm. uh, downtown campus. And there's people in there that are across the board in religion. And uh, you guys, uh, Jim, I, I, I watched you in there and how you just engage no matter what denomination, no matter what religion, and definitely they are not Christian religions, mm-hmm. but yet you, you love them and you, you sit among them and you have an opportunity to share with them. And Jim, I, I just love how you are just touching downtown. Anything else that you could bless us with and share what's going on downtown? Well, you mentioned Cora. Cora is the Council of Religious Advisors. That's through the Dean of Students Office at ASU. And other college universities have uh, similar type of entities. And it really came, I think it came out of 9-11 where the universities realized that there needs to be some faith presence there because uh, for a lot of the students that come to a school, state school like ASU, they may have a faith background of some sort. And just like they need to have a holistic approach for exercise and making sure that they have a place to exercise, um, getting them involved in some of the uh, life around the restaurants and things so that they know that there's a community outside the, the college. Uh, a part of that's also some kind of faith background. I have no problem at all standing shoulder to shoulder with someone of a different faith and allowing my God to speak for himself. Mm-hmm. It's no different than what Elijah did with Baal worshipers, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm fine with that. I don't I don't feel the need to squelch anybody else's voice and say, I need to be the only one speaking right now. And I'll let God, through his own a presence, speak for himself, for the Holy Spirit to, to speak into people's lives. And so through organizations like Cora and other entities that are downtown, we get to just have a presence and with an attitude that says, I just want to make the community stronger. And I find that there are other people that want to make the community stronger. And maybe they just want, maybe they need just uh, some work to be done. Uh, maybe it's something that uh, may call for uh, some cleanup or painting or, or some kind of something that's going to help the downtown. And I can bring some labor to that and bring some other people that want to do that labor too. And that allows us then shoulder to shoulder. I just, I'm, 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 I'm pausing mid-sentence. I find it easier to have a discussion with someone when I'm standing next to them rather than standing in front of them mm-hmm. trying to confront them. I find out that it's so much easier in gospel to be able to share when we're both looking at the same thing mm-hmm. and the same uh, uh, situation that needs to be uh, to, to uh, work, work for the same goal in mind. And that for some maybe feeding the homeless, for some just to clean up the neighborhood. And when I stand shoulder to shoulder with them for the same cause, then I could say, and I'm doing this because of who Christ is in my heart. Let me tell you my story. And, and, and like Dave said earlier, no one can argue with your own story. That's right. No Amen. one can, can, can put you back in place because I've experienced that personally. I know what Jesus Christ has done in my heart and life. Mm-hmm. And my wife and I, uh, we're having the time of our lives right now. I'm 58, and this is just a fantastic time in our lives. Our children are doing well. They're part of our support team also. And it's just a, a great time to be involved in these conversations with people and uh, just be outside a lot and just living life with people and then having these conversations. Jim, that's just another testimony of what you and Colleen are doing downtown is you are a voice. I mean, there's other uh 
faiths, other religions, other denominations, people are involved in that. And you stepped up to be a part of this group so we could have a true gospel voice downtown uh, Phoenix. And that's just another testimony of what downtown Phoenix Church is doing. And I know you could go on and on and on about the things that you're a part of, you and Colleen are doing. Uh, I've witnessed it. Dave and I went to the baptism, which is the, a guy that was a recipient of your ministry. So I just say, Jim, thanks. Keep on keeping on. We love you, man. And we're going to keep watching that. you and supporting you. And if somebody wants to support uh, downtown Phoenix Church, get a hold of Jim Hellman or Colleen Hellman. They're on Facebook. Facebook or www.dtphxchurch.com. dtphxchurch.com. And I got to tell you, they're moving. And um, Jim, what are you doing at the to close this season up? Well, we're looking back on this year and thanking God. I, I think it's important to count your blessings. I think there needs to come in the natural uh, just uh, uh, progression of life to find a time to sit down and look back and say, you know, and like a friend of mine that, I, that I'm partnered with, uh, David Zook, is a part of Visio Day and Morningside Presbyterian. And uh, I was showing him some of the things that God has done through the ministry that, that he and I are partnered with. And he said, I, I didn't realize that there were, had been that many things. And it's just different when you realize, God, you showed up here. And God, you showed up here. And you showed up here. And you're here. And it's so easy for us to kind of keep looking forward about the next thing. We're kind of wired that way, especially pastors. We're kind of we're kind of messed up that way, and it's just a good thing every once in a while to say, you know, and, and force yourself to take an inventory and say, God, your Holy Spirit was here in these in these moments, and thank you, and Amen. and that's really what we're doing. It's December twenty eighth, four p.m. We'll be meeting at uh, at our com- condominium at two hundred eight West Portland. Okay. And uh, we'll be on the rooftop and uh, give a, 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 a time of worship. It'll again be in front of the community and uh, thanking God for the blessings of 2014. If you need to know more, www.dtphxchurch.com. Hey, uh, Ken, share a little bit real quick about what Alhambra, uh, uh, Redemption Alhambra is going to do uh, for keeping Jesus, keeping Christ in Christmas uh, at, at your Alhambra facility. Oh, that's a great story. Last night, we had the opportunity to go Christmas caroling in the Alhambra neighborhood, <laughs> a neighborhood that is not known for... Um, walking your dog. Walking your dog, even. Yeah. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's not the most uh, uh, inviting for that experience. So we took about 60-plus people through the neighborhood of Alhambra, knocked on doors and sang songs and caroled with these people. This neighborhood is probably not experienced caroling in many, many years. <laughs> they did not know what to do with it at first. Thank God for you guys. It was such a fun time. In fact, I got to go behind the group. This group took over the street. There were 60? so many people. Yes, 60 people. Hey, b- did Pastor through. Aaron sing? He tried to do a solo, <laughs> it didn't but we didn't out? let him. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. He would have stole the show. <laughs> I bet he would. So I was following these guys, and whenever we went to a door and we saw that there was kids there, they would come back to my truck because in the back of my truck, there was over a hundred toys for boys and girls of different ages. So whenever we saw a young child, we ran back to the truck and they got a toy so they could bless them with a, with a Christmas toy. Mm. 
Well, we appreciate what uh, Redemption Alhambra is doing. They are new in that area, and I got to tell you, it's good. Um, I'll come back, and my buddy Dave and I are going to close this segment. But uh, you are listening to Koinea on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ Radio. I am Med Skeens filling in for Tom Brown today, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. 